Hello everyone and welcome to the Never End Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Mr. Gabriel Kidd and Mr. Hanare. My name is Luke, I'm your host of the Never End Podcast and with me as always is Mr. Andy, say hello Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Luke. And hello to the listeners. I'm excited to t- today. We're going to talk about two Road to the New Beginning shows. And uh, maybe one of these days that's going to begin, began, begat. Yeah, there will be a beginning that will have begun and have a middle and an ending at some point. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. We will we'll be talking about those two shows. But first, there are ways people can contact and interact with us if they wish to. We're on the we're on the Tweety. We're still there. We don't tweet as much as we used to because no one's fucking there. Anyway, uh, I'm Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drews for Tweets. Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. If you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that too. Never Open Pod at a gmail, a dot, a com. We're also on the YouTubes. Look us up. Never Open Podcast. You can see our handsome faces as we talk shit about New Japan. Uh, so there is that. And also, if you've got any of that <laughs> Sasha Banks money, <clears throat> I love doing that. Uh, kick it our way. We have a Teespring store. You can get merch. See this banner behind me? If you're watching the thing, you can get merch. That'll make you look never as fuck. It's true. And Luke, today I am wearing this lovely number, which will assure to confuse your friends and family and uh it just says never as fuck and it's got our logo on it and uh, it says established 2020 see that see That's that it. people people Four listening see that yeah we've been around a little while we're, we're getting ready to celebrate our fourth anniversary which would mean we'd be starting our fifth year i'm uh it's that's in holy fuck i'm wearing a shirt that says give quiche a chance i think Sorry. you should I think people should. Yeah, no, you should do that. Things, you know? mm-hmm. Give it a chance. There's a couple of news little bits and tidbits. One makes me go, "That's fucking weird," and and all that. And I'll just I don't know much about it, so I'll just but I do want to <laughs> see your reaction to it. One of the fucking like higher ups that's been with Stardom for donkeys years. <laughs> well, he was on his way out. Well, it turns out. Uh, they couldn't wait for him to get to leave, so they fucking threw his ass out the door because apparently he's been trying to poach talent. Uh, poach them where? Uh, I did ask Mr. Ian that, and he says uh, he's not 100%, but maybe the uh, WWE and all that kind of stuff might be why Julia is acting weird or in such and such. Yeah. Oof. What, what you know, what I read in my, you know, because I read all the dirt sheets. I get them, my hands <laughs> all dirty, my eyes all dirty, and I'm reading them sheets. But uh, what, I, what I heard was that he, um, this guy whose name we definitely know, and that's what, we're just not saying it because we, we know it so well. Um, but that, <laughs> that, guy, that guy, he's starting his own promotion, like, and he's, I don't know if he's, this is a good thing or a bad thing. I have no idea. You know, it's like one of those things you hear about it and you think, oh, is that guy an asshole? Like, I don't know. Because Julia is like not going to go to WWE now at first. She's going to help this guy start the new promotion and then go to WWE. So I'm a little confused about that. Um, I don't really understand this guy's history in, in Japanese pro wrestling. But I will say, you know, Japanese pro wrestling has a history of working together 
and hating each other too. So, you know, I mean, maybe this is just another, you know, uh, page in the book of Japanese pro wrestling. Yes, indeed. And uh, speaking of pages of Japanese wrestling, uh, someone hasn't stopped putting fucking pages in, in their book and feathers in their caps because uh, another nice little piece of news is Satoshi Kojima is proving once and for all that we're on a shadow of a doubt that he's king of the dads. Why? Because he is the new MLW World Heavyweight Champion. How's that sound? That's pretty cool. The, Major League yeah. Wrestling based out of Florida. Yeah. Shockingly. You know, it's in Florida, which is not where you well, expect to find wrestling. No. So uh, <laughs> it's nice and easy for him to get there. You know, just lariats his way across the ocean. So good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he and was. First, see, see what his first title match is? Yeah. It's Minoru Suzuki, which cool. Mr. Brett's going to whoop his ass. Can't wait. Yeah. Not going to watch it. No. But uh, he, like, uh, K- Satoshi Kojima, Mr. Bread, as we affectionately refer to him as, uh, he was one of, if not the first, one of the first MLW champions when they were running in, like, the 2010s, I believe, because this is, like, the second iteration of MLW. Like, Corp Bauer runs that place and uh, other guys. And miscellaneous people. Mm-hmm. I love them, misc people. Who's that? Do songs about them. Uh, so there are a couple injuries, but you know, we can talk about them as we go through the shows if you like. Yeah, but there's also huge news about Windy City Fart, and it turns out that the, <laughs> the Windy City uh I gas it's gonna have the guy uh that's a reb. What's it? What is he now? He's the scapegoat, um, <coughs> you know, and that is the guy who is from AEW who is a jungle boy. So yes. he's, he's going to wrestle at the Wendy's. Yes, he is. So uh, he's got a name like the Scapegoat. He's got a heel character and stuff. Is this just a way to get, get him into Bullet Club or something? I don't know, man. What's going on? That's what you were saying. And, I mean, I hadn't really thought about that. But, okay, what is that a good thing or a bad thing, a main roster AEW person being in Bullet Club? I know it doesn't really play any kind of role for – you know, well, uh, Jay White, kinda, really, right? I mean, he's well, just... Jay, in a Jay White is in a group called Bullet Club Gold, a.k.a. the Bang Bang Gang. Now that they're aligned with the acclaimed, now that the oh. Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Oh, my God. Shut your face. I terrible, like it. Terrible, terrible. I know. I, I still... I'm lapping it up. Like, But Jay White's getting pretty good, man. He's getting over pretty nice. I like it. Okay. Well, I'm I mean, glad, like, I'm glad he's not the not the world champion and the main guy for every single moment of every episode, which is you know kind of what I'd want. But that's fucking bullshit. But I did see recently they debuted a new member for their group, and it was another cardboard cutout. But this time it's of Juice Robinson, and I was like, whatever. I was on my phone or watching it on my computer. I just shut it off immediately and screamed out the window. Yeah. Apparently, Mr. Andy only likes fun in wrestling and silly things in wrestling when it's uh, people like Ishimori or Great Khan doing a right. fucking fit challenge and shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> not not Jay White. Come on, man. How Come you on, get to, man. Well, like, okay, so the reason I, I will give you a reason why I don't like that, and it's because what's the thing they always say? Like, okay, right behind me is a guy. You see that guy on the wall right right there? That is mm-hmm. no way, Jose. What's wrong with his gimmick, Luke? You've said it before. Last time I brought him up to you. Do you remember what you said? 
Yeah, that's like it's like a gimmick they give someone, and you're just like, well, that guy's never going to be champion. Exactly. So I'm sorry, but Bang Bang Scissor Gang, it, I see that the same way. So I'm sure I'm wrong, and I'm just a fucking old piece of shit yelling out the window, but it's if okay. I, if I could reach through the internet and choke you right now for comparing <laughs> our boy Switchblade Jay White to No Way Jose... <laughs> If you were fucking double back fist ninja spin kick up in here, like your face. <laughs> hey, we're having fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, that is that is true. Let's have some more fun. And uh, oh yeah, just one little nice little tidbit before we get to the uh, fireworks factory of the new beginning that hasn't new begun yet because we're on the road to it. It's lots of roads. All roads lead to the new beginning, but they well, all this scenic, one does. They're all scenic roads. This one does. But like yeah. there's road to, you know, Wrestle Kingdom. There's even the road to New Japan sometimes. So, well, we know that a, uh, a certain dude that we've uh, interacted with has lost a lot of weight. And not only has he now lost a lot of weight, he's entered the ring again and apparently looking mighty fucking fine. He looks jacked. He looks fucking good. I'm talking about our buddy, Mr. Gino <gasps> Agambino. He's looking fucking great, isn't he? Yeah, man. He, I guess he w- appeared in a battle royal or something like that, like kind of like a Royal Rumble style match in in one of the promotions in Australia, and he like killed some guy. I mean, just murdered this guy. And it appears, I could be wrong, but it appears that this this version of his character is kind of serious because he came out and just fucked that dude up, and it was like oh, yeah. it wasn't no joke. What do you think? I mean, is he world champion material? He doesn't have the goofy gimmick anymore. So that's yeah. right. See, like I, when I first saw him at a at the Dragonfly, I think I mentioned this when we spoke to him. He was Juicy Gino Gambino, and he had this like uh, comedy Italian kind of character. He was a big boy, so obviously he ate all the Italian food his mom gave him, all that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then uh, a few years later, I went with a mate of mine to see him in in the city, actually, rather than the uh, suburbs near me. And he just wrecks some guy's shit. And we're just like, oh, okay. I like this guy a lot more. He's a funny man. He's a funny man. But uh, I like seeing, seeing him throw his weight around a bit more. And, uh, <laughs> well, it's just great. He has less weight to throw around, too. I mean, the guy looks unbelievable. And oh congratulations God. to him. And, um, you know, uh, Chris Charlton continues to uh, say throughout these shows that Gino is going to be joining. And he keeps saying, like, for every single um you know show of the new japan cup and just the way he says it makes me think mm. he's joking and so i don't i you know i don't have confirmation from the man himself maybe i should just ask him and he'd probably tell me i just uh wait you know i don't, yeah. I don't like i don't like bothering people you know <laughs> neither is dude <laughs> uh, you know we, we don't do other podcasts or anything like that. We don't have that many guests on. It's like, just let us do our thing. Uh, yeah. People ask us, have asked us to come on their podcast and stuff. We're just like, no. <laughs> We're just two besties want to hang out. All right, guys? Like, come on. We're sorry. It's yeah. I'm sure they're all wonderful people. Not trying to be a dick, but we just no, do man. our own thing here. And that's kind of what we I do. Saw, I, saw, I saw a photo of uh, Josh the Stiffy Boy with uh, our boy Marty Asami. And I was oh, like, fucking nice. Damn. That's pretty cool. Wow. I was like, you could have gotten... He, he, that motherfucker could have gotten a photo with, like... I don't know. 
all of the best, my favorite Red wrestlers, Doki, all these kind of motherfuckers. And I'm just like, whoa, Marty something? I yes. mean, do right, you... Doki might have made me a bit jealous too, but that was fucking what, cool. What would it be like if, let's say, me and you somehow we went to a show together and we met Marty Asami. Do you think, like, I mean, like, I would lose my fucking mind. Like, I would be so fired up. And, like, it, I, I would imagine that that's probably would be quite an experience for him. You know, I would love it, too, of course. But, like, meeting two people that are just obsessed with you for no apparent reason. Well, there's many <laughs> reasons. But, you know, I, I, I would assume yeah. he's, not, he's not used to that. So <laughs> I kind of wish my shirt now said, give <laughs> well that's what happens after you eat too many quiches you gotta get up you know so uh... <laughs> all right so we're almost at the fireworks factory we did have some kind of uh reviews and things right is that is that right that's right so normally we will you know look up uh, on the interconnected tubes that uh, information travels through, we will look for Google reviews of the venues where the wrestling is happening. But in this case, it is Kurgan Hall, and we've read many reviews. And, and you know, honestly, there aren't a whole lot of funny ones either. So, you know, it's all like, oh, this place is amazing. It's it's like a holy grail. It's oh, like the greatest thing history. ever. Oh. Oh, oh, the, it's close to the train station. The toilet is good, you know. Oh, there's ample parking oh i, I don't want to hear any of that shit so um <laughs> so last time we looked up uh you know reviews for bushi's chicken place and i know <laughs> one other uh new japan pro wrestler who has his own restaurant and that is of course toriano so i looked up some google reviews of his restaurant that is called every task and uh luke I, I, I believe i sent one to you is that correct yes yes that is correct this is Fiara's restaurant, everyone, which is called Ebrietas, E-B-R-I-E-T-A-S. Make of that what you will. We're trying our best. It's, it's not a Japanese word, and it's kind of weird. It's not English either. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I think it means Yano's restaurant food. Place. Right. Yeah, maybe we wouldn't say Yano, but all right, cool. I visited at my son's request. Yano's homemade pizza was exquisite. Mr. Yano can also visit each customer's table and talk about various things so everyone can enjoy drinking happily. <laughs> they graciously agreed to take photos and my son was also very happy. I visited with my family and we all became fans of Yano. I will come again to see Yano. Five stars. Five stars. What a fucking mark! Second time he goes there, Yano's not there, or Yano's in a bad mood or something. Had to fire someone, and they're short-staffed, and Yano's like, fuck you on! <laughs> He's like, the toilet's bad, too. I hate everything about it. It's so far away from the train station. You know what he does to bad customers? Oh, ball shot, right? Fair play. Yep. In That's nuts, right. Yeah. Last is... <laughs> When they're not expecting it. Like, as soon as the waiter's, uh, you know, head is turned and they're not looking, boom, you know? So, uh, <laughs> well, uh, I thought that was fun. We'll see. We have another one that we'll read out later. But, uh, Luke, this show, this first show, Road to New Beginning, was at Kurrigan Hall. We have Chris Charlton on the call. call but we also have, like, a little like uh, a little skit before, right? <laughs> yes, have, we do. It's fun. I mean, we, we find out that day that Jeff Cobb is injured. So we know he's injured. So when he's out there at the start, we're like, all right, he's going to tell us he's injured, which we already know. And then, of course, 
the war dogs come out. Oh, and they take him out. Like what happened to Lato with show the other night. All right, well, let, let's do it again. And uh, they all take out Jeff Cobb before the Empire can save him. The Empire's fucking going, isn't it? Unless they've got a big name, they're hiding somewhere to fucking be like, all right, we're the Empire, let's go, which is probably what they need. Uh, yeah. I, I see them kind of dissolving. I mean, they need, you know, to just get Marty. I mean, Marty would just make it all much better. You know, it's like, come on, just let him lead the United Empire. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just, just have Marty ref every match too. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I mean, you mentioned big names. I was just, you know, that's the first one to pop. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. So that first, we've got uh, Bolton Oleg, Yoshihashi, Togi Makabe, Desperado, El Desperado, and Shooter Umino. Uh, and I'm like Oleg, Despi, and Shooter. You need, uh, you need better friends. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they're t- tagging up against House of Torture. It's all of them. It's Evil, Dick Togo, Yajiro, Ren Rita, and the fucking oh, show. That fucking son of a bitch, Yoshinobi Kanemaru. <clears throat> so, seeing uh, <laughs> seeing Oleg double double suplex Kanemaru and show is pretty cool. Then we see those gut wrenches on show, which is always nice. I wonder if Show could do that. He's pretty jacked, dude, himself. Anyway. He could do it to Marty. Uh, I didn't watch I this live because uh, this was on the night of my wedding anniversary. Uh, yeah. So Happy anniversary to you and Charity. Tremendous. Thank you. Thank you so and, much. And Wilma. Wilma is in there, too. So. She, she was there. We took her for a walk and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't get to watch this live, so you told me the show was awesome. And then I'm watching the first match and I'm seeing Yoshihashi and Makabe doing double team moves on people. And I'm like, bitchy, if real. And then we get a sequence with Yoshihashi and Jiro Takahashi. And I'm like, bitchy, if real. <laughs> but uh, Togo, Togo grabs uh, Makabe's chain <laughs> and uses it on him, but only for a second because Makabe is not, oh, he doesn't. Powers uh, out immediately. He ain't playing oh, that shit, you know? <laughs> Makabe does some Makabe shit though and then just to cheer me up and to prove Mr. Guy right that it is going to be a good night of wrestling we get in everything is evil on Togi Makabe for the one, two, three. Despy Chase's show and uh, oh and, and then here we go here we go Mr. Guy yeah evil mm-hmm. he defaces the never opened. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, me too. I, I think I'm it's funny. It. So... I'm like, dude, if you're gonna give me a story where, like, you, you, we didn't want to go in this direction, but we're in this direction. We might as well have fun with it. He's to face the title, and he's throwing it around. He's doing, being a bit of a naito with it, being a bit of a dick. So I kind of want him to lose it, mm-hmm. but maybe hold on to it a bit just to piss people off. But I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know. It's the hot title now, so that's it. It's hot as fuck. Welcome to the hot podcast, hosted <laughs> by two hotties. All right, let's go. <laughs> I really, I thought that match was fun. Yeah. Something that made me laugh was that after Makabe powers out instantly of the, uh, you know, the being chained, he cannot be chained, you know, and so uh, he, there was a little tiny Makabe chant, <laughs> a little tiny one. Like, yeah, I was Makabe. like, you know. 
there's like five people that were happy about that. So and, and it they, took it took House of Torture cheating to get it get it happening though, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, and they, they may have been being sarcastic too. So, you know, if that's the case, I love them. So that's <laughs> so we also learn right now that um Maya Iwatami, who is the IWGP champion, women's champion, I believe. Um, she's gonna face Okawa at the new beginning. Which one? We don't know. So I think February 11th, though, but I'm not sure. So uh, that's a thing that we learned. Next, yeah. we have a match. It is Chase Owens, Ishimori, and Kenta versus ELP, Hick, Oleo, and Hanma. You know, and uh, I'm happy that Hanma's there. But uh, Chase walks over to uh, Chris Charlton. He says, where's Walker? <laughs> it's really funny. And uh, Kenta gives a too sweet to the uh, Kenta cosplay guy. Which is yeah. like, hey, he's act he actually acknowledged him, you know, which is shocking. So they're probably bros. But Ishimori, he <laughs> um he kind of apes Chase's entrance. He does this on both these nights when Chase does his little pew pew, like Ishimori just uh, yeah, right Ishimori next to him, it's like right in his face, and it's kind of funny. and he does it cooler. He does. I mean he, he looks looked at the two gentlemen and Wait. ask people who don't watch wrestling which one of these guys is cooler, and I bet you. Uh, 10 out of 10 people will be like uh, the small Japanese man. He's definitely. <laughs> definitely yeah, that's it. Yeah. Marty's so um, the, the baby faces in this match, they hand out belts to the fans and, and bull club are like all mad about it. And so Kenta versus ELP start and we get a chant off and then ELP starts a Sakamoto chant, which Marty's backstage and he's very upset about that. Because, uh, you know, no one's starting a Marty chant, are they? You know, fucking bullshit. So, bullshit. Um, you know, and plus ELP kissing the ref's ass as a baby face. Come on, man. Don't be doing that. So. <laughs> Don't be that guy. <laughs> Ishimori wants to start with ELP, but gives him uh, <coughs> the, you know, back of disrespect. Like, basically, he's like, I'm going to turn around and not even look at you. Only guess who's behind him. Oh, it's Hikaleo. Ha, ha, ha. So they do the wrestling. <laughs> he's and so short and he's so tall. Whoa! I know. It's so funny. Can you believe it? So <laughs> Hama, Hama does a high five with Hikaleo. That's kind of fun. You know, it's kind of fun. So he doesn't have hops. And he's really like selling it like he's worried leaving the ground, you know what I it's mean? Like he's it's, like, I don't it's know. It's like when you when you when you dogs is like, all right, come come jump in in, in the car. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. As, it's about as high as the bed. Come on. Uh, I love that thing where a cat will jump, but it doesn't get anything underneath it, and it just kind of disappears, you know? Like, <laughs> it tries to jump off the bed or something. That's fun. But uh, we're not talking about that. What we're talking about is this match, and Ishimori <clears throat> walks over to ELP and gives him the purple nurples. Now, listen, it shouldn't work. That would be much funnier if it didn't work, if ELP was like, doesn't work because that's my move, you see. But uh, that's see that then you'd be stealing Greater Khan shit because Greater Khan was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He liked it. Out shit. I'm sorry, everyone the, had to say that. You're the only one that remembers that. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, so then after the purple nurple, he does the stand on the crotch thing in the corner. Unbelievable! I can't believe it. Crowd's booing him. So of course we get a bunch of heat on ELP. Bullet Club all try to do something but it doesn't work so i don't know what that means um but uh so faces do a triple kokeshi oh they try kokeshis that's what it is it's just not spelled right in my notes and it's spelled like something i don't know what it is so they try kokeshis they don't work so the faces do a triple kokeshi on chase owens 
That made me happy. And ELP takes out Ishimori, clearing the way for Hanma to do the big Kokeshi, but he doesn't. He does a rocket Kokeshi, but Chase Owens is holding the Defy Championship, and uh, Hanma knocks himself out. Package pile driver pins Hanma. Chase Owens gets the win. We got to heat him up for this big title match because he's going to win. Uh, look, can we like just have anyone else pin Hanma on that side? Like we knew Hanma was going to lose, but can't be anyone else. Kenta. Ishimori? Ishimori. Yeah. And Honda. You know, sorry. I like this. I like this story. We got all well, these feuds going on between uh, the heavyweight tag teams. There's this also this mini feud going on between Al Fantasmo and uh, Taiji Ishimori because, you know, the Bull Club cuties and all that. And, uh, he, and uh, Ishimori is just like still pulling out those dick bag moves and stuff. So uh, I wonder if that's going to. You know, bite him on the ass in the next night. Maybe. I wonder, do they ever, he needs to start doing back rakes. Why not? Like, you're doing the purple nurples. You're doing the stand on the crotch. I mean, you know, um, this just reminds me. Remember that thing that uh, Zack Sabre Jr., the Techers, uh, and Tai Chi would do where they'd be beating the shit out of somebody and they get him, they're like, you know, basically got him in some hole in the corner and they throw their arms up, but they were still like beating him up with their feet or yeah. something. That was so funny. Yeah. Like, like his two feet on the throat, and their legs are being held held back. And then the ref falls for 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 a sec, breaks a kick. What? Hey, hey! And then the yeah, that was fun. I missed that. That Awesome. All right. So next we have Hiroshi Tanahashi, Raiyuki Taguchi, Ishi, and (sighs) Yo versus TMDK, which is Zack Sabre Jr., Shane Haste. Mike Nichols and Kosai Fujita. For some reason, Mr. Haste is in some kind of yellow coat and directing TMD traffic to the ring. Okay, that happened. Uh, an anorak, though, is what Chris called it. And I guess that's the uh, UK name for raincoat. A, a raincoat, yeah. <laughs> Just the coat will do. No, anorak. Fucking anorak. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Anyway, uh, I like seeing uh, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. turn an ass attack into a submission and then spanking Taguchi, which is uh, kind of funny. Uh, there's Vegeta outwitting Yo, which is fucking cool because, uh, you know, anyone outwitting Yo is okay in my book. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. and Vegeta keep snap suplexing Yo. Snap suplex tag. Snap suplex tag. And then fucking Shane's just like, hey, I want to snap suplex Yo. Give Come on, tag me in. So they tag Shane Hastie and he gets a fucking snap suplex. And Mikey's like, what am I, chopped liver? Fucking let me have a go. And just instead, he puts Yo up in a stalling suplex. <sighs> and that, that was probably the greatest spot in the history of wrestling. Just <laughs> Yo gets suplexed and suplexed and suplexed. But but Yo's <laughs> reaction to getting suplexed was Oh, amazing. my God. Like he He's was selling great. it. He's selling it, and by the time Mikey comes in to give him uh, another suplex, like Yo's on the ground begging off, going like, "Come on, man, my back, no more. Come on." Ah. <laughs> no. I love that. Yeah, so uh, I, I give I give a lot of shit to Yo, but uh, he was very entertaining in that spot, indeed. Uh, Ishii comes in the clear house and get the crowd pumped up, and uh, Fujita he takes a uh, double double drop kick to the legs, but. Uh, from uh, Ishii and Tanahashi, which is something you don't see every day, like Ishii doing drop kicks. Yeah. 
which is which is very rare. Zack Sabre Jr. takes some uh, awesome offense by Taguchi, especially uh, it's it, it kind of starts when uh, you know because Zack Sabre Jr. early in the match is like I'm not falling for this ass stuff. Get out of here! Well, Zack Sabre Jr. goes towards the the corner pad to kind of rebound off it, kick it, kick it, kick it with his leg, rebound off it, and hit Taguchi. Bang! Right into that ass. It was like a never fucking ass attack like it looked yeah. it, it looked like it was blast as him. fuck i was like wow i was like, awesome. oh yeah oh yeah so uh you know taguchi goes all right i'm on a i'm on a good good thing now and starts working zach saber jr with that ass it's fucking awesome especially because you know zach saber jr is the guy who can get out of all sorts of things so you just think he's just going to turn around and uh Bite to Gucci. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, so, so, to Gucci, yeah, he's he's he suffers because he decides to set up the Ho Train ass spot with Tanahashi. But no, Tanahashi eats his ass, and then TMDK punish that ass. Wow! Uh, and <laughs> what makes me laugh is. Uh, Shane Haste uh, and I think at least a couple other Team DK guys uh, hit Taguchi's ass with their arms, and then they sell their arms. Ah, ah! So that was fucking awesome. It made me laugh. Uh, Taguchi he does eventually start getting some revenge on Zack Saber Jr. hitting some submissions, but that's never going to last too long. Zack turns it around into a kind of a rear naked choke, I think, and chokes out Taguchi really quick. I really liked the finish of that match. It was fun. Um, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. was down, and Taguchi fired up like it was a big main event-like match. He's doing, <laughs> you know, that whole thing. And he's turning around, look at the crowd. The crowd's like, yeah. So he fucking gets uh, Zack Sabre Jr. in the ankle lock. Oh, he's going to win. And he goes, he swirls his hips. He goes for the Moodle lock reverse. But no, it's reversed immediately by Zack Sabre Jr. And he ends. And Taguchi has to tap out right away. So pretty fun. I really enjoyed that match. It was good. So me too. That's uh that's like when this show starts to get good. It's like that match, and then everything else afterwards is like fucking insane, including <laughs> the next match, which Luke is in fact just five guys versus Los Ingobernables de Hapon. And um, you know, it's all of them. So we get Naito. He sits in the crowd and taunts Sonata from the crowd. <laughs> and, and it's great because Sonata looks like he's trying not to laugh. You know, which, I mean, ever since he's joined Just Five Guys, he's actually emoting with his face. We know you can't train your face, but he's done something. So um, LIJ attack. And Naito is on the outside. <laughs> he's got Sonata in a hold. And he uses Milano's arm to like get leverage on the hold. And it's hilarious. It's so funny. I so, so we're like, you know, everybody's fighting on the outside. But Doki and Hiromu are like, we're going to wrestle a match. So they get in the ring and just fucking tear it up. We, we also forgot to mention that ELP, ELP has joined commentary uh, with uh, Chris Charlton. And he's he's good, of course. You know, he mentions that um, Hiromu's crazy return match versus Doki. You know, he also says that New Japan is very faction-y. It's like, okay, that's a dumb thing to say, but okay. Uh, so, <laughs> So Bushi and Taka Michinoku, they tag in and they 
they are fucking killing it too. And that's Taichi and Shingo's turn. It's so good. This rules. Just five guys hit their quad Yakuza kick thing where they like all like get together like they're scrumming and then just run at them. <laughs> that's, that's very unique. That's no one else cool. does that. So, and ELP so, watches that and he looks at Chris and goes, Four boots? And Chris is like, That's right, four boots. I thought that was funny. So, LI. <laughs> LIJ respond to the four boots by hitting a five-way move of their own on Taka, I believe. So uh, Taichi tries to tag in, but Yuya pushes him away because he wants to fight Suji. So these two go at it. It's a fast-paced, oh fantastic pro wrestling that we've seen from them. And all of a sudden, Yuya slips on an arm bar and Suji taps out immediately. And this shocks the world! And Kirk and Hall... Most of the crowd do not like it, though. They're like, fuck that. That guy's a piece of shit. I love Suji. I only care about Naito and his friends. So, <laughs> but, uh, now Yuya taunts tight or uh, taunts Naito after the match because Naito's trying to get his belt, you know, the heavyweight championship. And, uh, and Yuya's kind of like staring at Suji, you know, staring him down from in the ring, but he kind of stands in Naito's way. And so Naito plays it up, you know, and he can't get his belt. So, and then uh, something really fun happens. All of a sudden, the Just Five Guys theme plays, and right on the beat, Taichi, I mean, he's so precise with it. He takes his pants off to the beat, <clears throat> and I was fired up, man. That's so great. Love that you were fired up after the match had finished. <laughs> man, all the matches are awesome. Uh just wait till the main event of the next night. In fact, uh, it might have the best match of the next night. LIJ and Just Five Guys. <clears throat> oh, by the way, uh, we forgot to mention it, but it is mentioned, I think, during the ELP, you know, you know, that, that match with ELP and Chasing Cancer and shit, that, uh, hey, we're going to get a GOD versus GOD match at some point. So stay tuned for that, boys and girls. Yeah, that's going to be on one of these, like, new beginning shows. It's like Tomatonga's going to, like, go out fighting his buddies. So, okay, I'm not mad about that. I'd rather see that than him face evil again or something like that. You know, House of Torture, so. Yeah, go out putting his buddies over. Why not? That sounds pretty cool to me. All right, so the, fucking hell. the next match is a replacement match. It, it was supposed to be Alex... Alex... The Android versus uh, Jeff Cobb. Uh, Jeff Cobb's got an injury. So instead, it is Alex. Uh, uh, the Android versus uh, the great Okan. So uh, Alex comes out first and uh, he picks up the steel, the steel step things and goes like this uh, to the young lion. I'm going to fucking hit you. <laughs> but nah, he just makes the dude flinch and just, just clubs him in the back instead. Uh, Ishimori's on commentary, and, and ELP's like, hey! He gets mad. He's that's <laughs> so funny. He's like, what? why is he over there? I like that. That was fun. Uh, Greater Khan, he gets uh, Alex in the corner, and he does his uh, corner pose. <sighs> and then, just to add insult to injury, starts to win fucking squats <laughs> on the fucking on Alex's head, which is awesome. And then Alex does something I don't expect him to. He starts doing a whole bunch of really cool mat wrestling on Great Khan. Even hits this bridging submission. All right. I'm more used to you tossing dudes around, but I can get I, behind this. But it's like power mat wrestling. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know how to describe that, but that's what he's doing. Power mat wrestling. 
He's putting you in that position and you're fucking staying there while he's putting you in a hold, god damn it. Like, well, and then he might lift you and put you in a different hold and uh, then bridge while he's suplexing you and also putting a hold on you. So it's he he goes for a bow and arrow. He, he doesn't quite get it. So he hits this bridging submission thing, then wrenches Great Khan's body, and then, boom, hits the fucking bow and arrow. I'm like, all right, Alex C. All right. Alex goes for a suplex, but Greater can't hits one of his own. There's like this awesome grappling sequence. They just just looks like they're roughhousing and stuff. Just like grappling for position. It's awesome. Greater Khan starts getting his match hit in though. He's got the uh, you know the lay down arm choke thing that he got that he does. Alex he makes it to the ropes and then boom hits a release German a huge fall away slam by Alex and then Alex clubs Greater Khan uh, back down with a lariat. Alex tries for a gut wrench, but he eats a gut wrench of his own. And let us commence the suplex battle. You're going to get this kind of suplex. I'm going to get up, roll up, and give you this kind of suplex. They suplex the shit out of each other. I'm eating that shit up. Damn straight I am. Alex wins the suplex battle because Greater Khan just kind of collapses onto the the mat. Well, it's because he's so fit. You know, that right. he, he just claps. Yeah. <laughs> I love that that's part of his character now. It's great. <laughs> oh, my God. He's the fittest man in, in New Japan for sure. There's a, uh, It's kind of like a Death Valley driver kind of slam for two for Alex. Greater Khan hits back with like a standing lariat and a TTD. Uh, Greater Khan, he turns a jackhammer into a dragon suplex. There's an eliminator. And Greater Khan, he gets the win. So doesn't means the booking probably wasn't going to be changed that too much here. Probably Cobb was supposed to win here as well or something like that, maybe. Great match, though. Uh, it was two big dudes doing big shit on each other. My phrasing there is not too good. They did no. not do big shits on each other. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, awesome That's... grappling, awesome mat work. Then finish it off with power move after power move before the finish. I fucking love this match. It's great. Uh, the next one's probably going to overshadow it, so I'm glad it's here. But it's still really good stuff. I don't, I really like this a lot, yeah. and like it kind of, it didn't necessarily just wet the appetite. I thought it was fantastic. Like, mm. it, and what's funny is that, like, I don't know what's funny, but what is a thing is that when they were like, "Oh, Jeff Cobb's out and Great Khan's in," I didn't go like, "Oh, what? Okay, no, I was like, well, just as good, cool." Like, yeah, yeah I same. was like. It's the same thing. In fact, I'm a little more interested. I know what Jeff Cobb can do. Of course, we want to see that match at some point. But I thought I was a little more interested to see how Great Okan was going to handle that because he has his own power, uh, Matt Wrestling. You know, he has his own, like, stuff like this. And the fact that he was able to win and also get some of that shit in as far as the character stuff, I really like that. Um, there was a couple kind of like, you know, parts where they were like not on the same page a little bit. They had to really struggle to get into that, uh, you know, ripcord uh, arm drag, like over the yeah. shoulder arm drag. I don't know why. They just couldn't get to it, but they finally did. And it was uh, it was fine. And also something interesting is that Alex Coughlin, he, I don't know why, but he almost died on the Dominator. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like it's up, it's down. But he tried to do a different bump or something. And he almost got killed. It was wild. He went fucking splat. <laughs> that was fun. He's fine, you know. But uh, 
All right, Luke, here it is. This is the match everybody's been talking about. You mentioned it at the start of the show. Uh, they are, in fact, welcome. And there's only one man that's tall enough to ref this match, <laughs> and that is referee chumpy Marty Asami. So um, this match is, in fact, Gabe Kid versus Hanari. Now, we've seen them wrestle each other in these tag matches, and, like, as soon as they touch, it's like, Oh, look that. You know, it's like one of those things you see them start touching and they're they're killing each other, and you're like, well, this match needs oh, to, want to go to there. And and here we are. We are there. So ELP shushes Chris during Hanari's entrance. Thank you. Thank you very much. You should have kept shushing him. Because like it's because ELP likes the song, but yeah. like, to, to me, it's like just let the guys come out. He pretty oh. much uh shuts Chris down by this song fucking rules, Chris. Yeah. So I was like, cool. So you know how this match is going to start. They just run at each other, and it's immediately, you know, fast, heavyweight, like, never-style action. And Hanari gets his lip busted immediately right out of the gate, right? <laughs> so he's already bleeding, you know. And uh, they take a quick, like, little break after this. And I was kind of surprised by this because they – this insane opening exchange. He gets busted open. They go to the outside. And they just kind of stand there and look at each other a little bit. And uh, but then they get back in for more heavyweight shit, and the hostilities are resumed on the outside as well. It's move for move, like heavyweight shit. That's what they're doing, you know. Move for move, guardrail for guardrail. Hanari hits a calf kick, I think, uh, for a big double down. And ELP tells us about how much hitting the guardrail sucks, which is good commentary. Thank you. So. Uh, you know, cactus clothesline over the guardrails into the front row, and they just completely just land on some people, which is quite a thrill, I'm sure. You and know, the, the people in the who get landed on aren't like ow, ow, ow. They're, no. they're laughing. Yeah, they love they're, it. They're giggling, so it's just funny. So got the giggles. So Chris talks about how this shows why they need to have a cage match too to protect the fans. Mm, that's Ooh. fantastic commentary. Good job. So I like that. Gabe, Cor uh, Gabe Kid ignores Marty Asami and takes Hanari up the stairwell, all right, which I don't think that's – you shouldn't do that. But Marty – I thought you were going to do a Marge Simpson. I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I – you know, I'm not – I'm sure other people have said that too. But no, uh, do you do you think um, – what, what did you think of Marty in this match? Because he just kind of like walked – you know, followed them around and just was like, no, I – well, I uh, he kind of did that the whole match. What did you think of Marty? I reckon – Marty, every time he goes to exude a bit of power, he just takes one, you know, Gabe Kid just gives him, like, one look like he's going to smack the piss out of him. He's like, oh, I think I'll allow this. But, but I'm totally the ref in control here. It's that same look that he used to give when he was on the outside as a young lion, just staring at the people in the ring like, yes. I'm going to kill all of you one day. And here Back we are. Shifty you know? Gabe Kid, yeah. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> So they're up there in the crowd, like up, you know, and it's not a balcony. I don't know what it is, the you know, but it's, it's like the stairs. stair entrance where yeah. it comes up that way, but like the top of it is like on the other side. Yeah. So they're up, they're up there and they tease a bunch of suplexes on the concrete. And like I said, Marty and a bunch of camera guys are just following them around. And it's really it makes I love that whole thing. Remember in during COVID when there was like one camera guy? <laughs> They're back to like a hundred camera guys following oh, everybody yeah. around, you know, tiger photo and all them. It's tremendous. So I love that. Um, anyway. All right. So they tease all the suplexes. 
Um, and then Hanari, he wants to do a rampage tackle on the concrete, but no pump kick from Gabe Kidd. He looks at the camera and assures us that he is, in fact, a madman and that we know that. And it's true. So I thought that was interesting. Then Gabe climbs to the top of the little stair area, right? Now, if you remember, remember that one match where he was a babyface? Like, it was like Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Yeah. And it was during World Tag League. And so him and uh, and uh, Alex C were babyfaces in that match. And he did a big dive. It was a very similar setup, you know, only it was a different building. So he's, you know, going to do this big dive, right? But, uh, but Hanari just punches him out of the air. And it's fucking fantastic. So they fight. Back to the ring. Hanari goes for a top to the top rope, and Gabe Kid just pushes him off to the floor, and the bump looks nasty, and I love it. So that was really fun. When that is over, or while that's happening, you know, Hanari's selling on the floor, Gabe Kid poses like Shibata, but like bouncing Shibata, you know, like <laughs> it's like, like he's dancing or something. It's kind of funny. So uh, he steps on Hanari's face, all right, and gets the microphone, Gabe Kid does, and he praise to Enoki basically saying you're welcome <laughs> he's like he's like Enoki I know you're up there he and runs I'm, doing, shit. I'm, I'm taking care of this guy that's not good enough for you you know which I thought was pretty funny well, <laughs> that that pisses off Anari, of course so um you know he's praying to his own ancestors here and he starts no selling and he's going towards kid and kid's kind of starting to be like oh fuck so he hits a huge kick and we get the giant macho strike battle thing. You know, Gabe Kid's chops versus Hanari's kicks. And you can smell the testosterone coming through the screen, you know. So it's it's very musty, by the way. So um, <laughs> so oh man, that was fun. So huge strikes as they both keep <laughs> they both keep like up in the ante asking for more and more, and they take turns killing each other with strikes oh in the God. corner. It's extremely never. I would wager to say it's never as fuck. It's fuck, um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, now signature moves from Hanari. He hits a rampage tackle for two, and ELP says it was the first pin of the match, and I believe he's right. So I always like to look for stuff like that, and that's cool that he's watching that too. Chris speculates that this match has to end with a, a knockout, and I get fucking pissed. We'll talk about why. So uh, I just, I hate it when the announcers try to guess what's going to happen because they know the finish. You can't yeah. say, you say something like that and guess what now we're thinking. Oh, I guess it's going to end in a knockout, you know. So, um, and it, it does. We'll see. But uh, so there's a pile driver from Gabe Kidd, but no, it's reversed twice. Back chops from Kidd. That's against the law. That leads to it. <laughs> A huge section of fast reversals and kickouts at one. The crowd's losing their minds, stomping their feet, and Chris awkwardly screams, This is the king of sports! Okay. But uh, double standing 10 count, right? So we're teasing the knockout um, that has already been teased. Um, can't let our brains get to that. We have to get there before. But uh, anyway, both back up, and it's huge strikes, suplex reversals, brain buster from Gabe Kidd, and then a DVD from Hanare, and they're both down again. We get another standing 10 count, right? So Hanare grabs Marty's hand and stops the count, and Marty's oh like, okay, okay. So <laughs> headbutt war, Luke. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's insane. So then it's, it's slap fight. And that's insane. Then they hit a like double strikes or something. They fall. Okay, so they both hit a huge strike on each other. They fall. All right, so they're both out. Okay, 
And, you know, it's like they're punched out boxers. So they're like holding each other up as they falling into each other. And it's really effective and cool selling uh, for both guys. So Kid hits headbutts and Hanari uh, is back up from a rocket for a rocket Kokeshi of his own. And that's the end. So like, you know, uh, Gate Kid hits some headbutts and like it's great because Hanari does this kind of like he makes a pencil out of himself and launches himself at Gate Kid. It kind of yeah. twists in the air. It's this cool like spinning Kokeshi thing and it's a double down. But guess what? Standing 10 count. It's a double count out, man. That match was fantastic. I don't give a fuck who won. We hear the draw theme song, which is a banger, as the kids say. <laughs> Uh, this is one of those matches where I'm watching it. I missed that comment, by the way, by Chris, where he said this might be a draw. I'm glad. I almost, <clears throat> I almost messaged you and said watch it in in, uh, in, in Japanese. Japanese because of that. That I was fired yeah. up about that. So I did miss that tiny little tidbit. Thank goodness, because my brain would have done the same thing yours did and been like, oh, okay, thank you very much. Can I? I hope fucking. ALP was just like fucking nudging him, going, I Shut mean, the fuck up. Commentary is supposed to add to the match, not take away something that you might realize as, as a fan, right? I mean, yeah. just my opinion. It was such a good match, man. This, like, this, uh, this one bit where Gabe Kid's on his fucking knees and he's like, come on, show me that spirit. Yeah, so Hanare shows him with a fucking. <clears throat> man. So the next night. We find out that, uh, oh, yeah, Hanare and uh, Gabe Kid, yeah, they're having the night off. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, they're selling, you know, the double knockout. And, and uh, I mean, what do you think? I mean, the future of both those guys are bright. <clears throat> I really hope that Hanare stays with New Japan, you know, for his entire career, obviously, because, I mean, he is starting to become – one of those guys that when he comes out for a singles match, the crowd is like, we're going to get something special here. And you need guys like him, man. Um, I mean, he's like, he's kind of become almost a Shingo type wrestler where, you know, every singles match is going to be fantastic. And you're going to see the type of wrestling that you expect to see in new Japan. We expect to see good matches with Gabriel kid and Hinare. But, you know, usually when we see those good matches, they've been wrestling, I guess, like New Japan guys or vets or something like that. But, you know, these two just having such a... It's it's like seeing uh, Shooter and Rita from the other show, you know, something like that. You know, he's the future right here. Boom. And they can fucking crush it as well. Uh, and this was my... Uh, just a steal from uh, Gabriel Kidd. This was my shit. Uh, from, I, I, I loved it. Right. It was fucking never as, as fuck. They beat the shit out of each other. There were some funny spots as well. Kids, very, very vocal. <laughs> Loves the culinary bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> so you got, you bitch. That's pretty good. That kind of sounded yeah. like it. Yeah. All right, cool. Are you a bad man? <laughs> <laughs> I am if I'm making fun of his fucking accent. <laughs> <laughs> I I think another interesting point about this that I don't think commentary said, but these guys are both products of New Japan. You yeah. know, they both went through the Young Lion system. They both are guys that learn there. So I mean, I don't know. That's pretty neat. Absolutely. <sighs> Fuck me. It's just they do all the things that I wanted. I knew. That this was going to be my jam when they just get in the ring and they do 
all the Ishi Shingo thing when they're against each other and they just fucking charge. Why don't we do this? Why don't I handle Newman and Finley? Because I really want to hear what you had to say about the main event. You know what I mean? Uh, like that's to me, that's like I'm I'm very interested in what you think of that. So let me run through Newman and Finley real quick. I really like this match. What it did you you were worried about them, right? Because I mean they had to follow that shit, right? I like this match, but yeah, I was just like mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it's very good, right? And Newman, he wears a backwards hat to the ring that makes him look like a little kid. Like, <laughs> you know, like he needs a skateboard or something. So and <laughs> Gato is out with Finley, of course, and Newman goes uh, for it, like attacking right away. You know, he wants to try to try to get the win right away. So Finley bails during the last, like, fast running the rope spot. And he's like, I am doing that shit. So into the guardrails and Finley attacks Chumpy for no reason. He's just standing there. That was disgusting. It was lewd and lascivious. And uh, Finley, he uses the little gate on Newman, which was pretty funny. But, uh, (laughs) you know, most of this match is just heat on Newman, right? You know, Finley grabs him out or tries to grab him out. And then Gato taunts him while he's in the practice. (laughs) Tremendous. So give up, motherfucker. (laughs) You piece of shit. So Newman gets a, like, cool, like, reverse jump, like, jump over the guardrails and take control thing. I don't know. It was neat. So he gets back in the ring. He does the uh, Kyle uh, Aussie open running kick in the corner, which is fucking cool. And uh, back to the fast running the rope stuff he tried to do at the beginning. He hits Spanish fly for a pin for two, but Tiger suplex is thwarted. But Newman reverses the reversals and eventually gets the Tiger suplex for two. He fires up. Here we go. He's going to win. Oss cutter. But Finley dodges it. Hits a lariat. Finley's had enough of this. He kills Newman. Pulls his head up at two. Because And Marty didn't like that at all. He was like, hey, no, 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 no. That's so, right. Oblivion knee looking thing. And Finley wins. Yeah. Uh, really cool, cool match. And this is the kind of match I sometimes want Shingo to do. I'm like, all right, Shingo. Don't be so giving. I want five minutes. Just crush this guy. Uh, this is the leader of Bullet Club. Laying a beating on uh, one of the newer guys. So it was exactly what it needed to be. And Callum got spots to whoop ass and pull out some cool shit too. So, yeah, I liked it. Wouldn't it be a bad thing if it switched places in match order with... Oh, yeah. At the same time, Finley's, you know... The the, he's the fucking... Also. He's the champ. And the only reason... Yeah, so yeah, he's the, he the leader of the ball club, so you can't have him on before his uh, two war dog boys if they're not going for titles. But uh, yes, we have the main event. It is War Juniors, that's Clark Connors and uh, Driller Maloney versus Catch 2 2, which is uh, TJP and Francesco Akira. <clears throat> I'm going to have to admit, I had a sneaky suspicion that Catch 2 2 were losing. Why? <clears throat> For, for ages, Mr. Guy, I've been like, oh, man, this Catch 2 team is hot, man. They're the fucking – they're awesome. Like, just put the titles on them. Let, let them have a run for six months. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Never quite got that mega long run. But they were a good tag team. All right, we'll have them chase. Yeah, all right, cool. They got the titles back. And then TJB had to start acting weird. Well, behind the scenes or nothing. Like, I don't know anything about that. But I mean, like, weird, like – here are the eyes. 
Now I've got mist all of a sudden. Now, now I want to take all comers, including heavyweights. And Kira's just like, dude, we're champion. Hello, champions. And so that just made me feel like they're going in a different direction with TJP, which means these titles are coming off Katsutu and Katsutu are likely no fucking more. I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it seems to be going that way. Um I thought that the they did a little like video package before the match that kind of like told the story of the <coughs> violence that's been ramped up to this point, you know, which is important. You know, you've had the coffin match, you've had all this stuff and and you know, Bullet Club want to kill Akira to get to TJP, you know? So it's like that's part of the story of the match. What what did you think of the giant line of coke that Bullet Club bring out? <laughs> Fucking Driller Maloney also coming out with an unlit smoke in his mouth. I'm like, man, you, you're so edgy. And yes. uh, Clark Connors with an unopened can of something. I'm like, wow, man, that's that's Thanks, great. Man. They you need to the open that and light that up. Right? Probably a file or something. But uh, you, you think they count their beers? Are they the kind of people that walk up to the bar and go, I've had five and a half beers? You know, like I, I've, or the next day they say I had seven beers last night. Is that is that how they do it? Oh man, I had such a good night last night. Cool. What did you do? Well, I had five bourbons, three beers, two glasses of wine, a shot of this. Yeah, but what did you do? I had fucking this to drink. I had <laughs> to drink. Yeah, but what did you fucking do last night? Oh yeah, I don't care about having yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. I smoked yeah. cigarettes too, like half a pack. I'm almost out. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. We all, we all know those people, boys and girls. We may even been that person <laughs> once or twice when we were younger, being like, "Man, how much do I have to drink?" Here's a checklist. <laughs> Act Don't like how cool there. we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so I like this match. It, it's a good match. It does build on stuff that they've done before. Uh, poor Akira, though, he gets. Man, he's too light for tables, isn't he? Is that <laughs> is that a thing? Because Clark Spears is it, a, a table kind of leaned against the railing on the outside, and Clark Spears him into it, not through it, into it, bucking ouch. <laughs> the crowd. And then Clark Connors just Irish whips the poor bastard back into it until it breaks, uh, which is the second time. So holy shit! Thank God for that. This. <clears throat> So this match builds on some of the things that have been kind of teasing, like but add extra elements to, to their... This is another reason why I wish they kind of stayed because they're really good at the psychology and putting all this together. And they've been doing this slowly throughout their feud of just one-upping the kind of exchanges, like when you've got the fireballs happening and you've got the two people on either side, and then they'll just mix up how they do that and how they reverse that, how they change that up. They've been building on that, and it works here too. It's fucking awesome. The only problem is I already know Catch 2 is losing because of all the stuff I've just said, so it kind of drains the suspense a bit for me. It's still awful men that work fucking hard in this match. And it's great. they got great chemistry. <clears throat> I think I like this a little more than maybe the Wrestle Kingdom match because Wrestle Kingdom, I was a little tired of it because we'd just seen them have a coffin match, and now we're just going to normal rules. Like, that's a bit weird. That didn't make any sense. No, but uh, <clears throat> where are we? 
But uh, yeah, I. Uh, where's my fucking notes? Oh. Well, while you're looking for your notes, I will yeah. point out that the uh, one of the amazing psychology things about this match is that so at the beginning, Akira wants to stay in the ring, but TJP wants to go to the outside. And that's the miscommunication that leads to Akira getting launched through the table, right? So everyone in this match wants to wrestle hardcore except for one guy, and it's Akira. So he's like so out of place, and they do a good job with that. I think the match is it has a lot of like really complicated spots that aren't executed like in that smooth way that we know they can do. And so it, it kind of like feels like it stutters. This match stutters the pace of it in a way that's not like it. it, it I don't know. It's got, it, it wasn't perfect. And, and uh, I liked it more maybe than the wrestle kingdom match, but I think that was a better match, better wrestling. Yeah. So uh, we do get the finish of the uh, full clip, which is, uh, and then Clark Connors pins uh, Francesco Akira. And, you know, Gato comes out with the white belts, you know, so they uh, they match with the uh, with the belt that the Finley. Rebel David Finley has. Yes, that is, I don't know why I brain farted on name. Finley. <laughs> but, hey, uh, hey, and then, uh, you know, Gato brings the belts out. Bolt Club are out, and they beat the shit out of Catch 2-2. Cobb comes out with the Empire to make the save. Oh, but Shalele to the back of the knee to ride him out just a little bit more. So so at the start of the show, they had someone take him out, and they're like, because they, but not too badly, because they're like, all right. Then they must have looked him over and thought, whoa, he's, yeah, he's fucked. Okay. Uh, Shalele later on i mean mm -hmm. what a hero though right oh, i mean he yeah. came even though he's hurt he still came out, came out to save his boys. put a valiant effort into trying to save them but it didn't work but yes uh kira is definitely the guy who's just like look i'm a junior i want to do flippy shit and <laughs> and beat people up like like you know junior style and the three other guys are just like i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah but that's the story. It's not like when Wato's in a match with three guys goofing off and he's just like, I'm going to fucking go. <laughs> Which always makes me laugh because he's adorable like that. Uh, it's a great show. It's a very Bullet Club versus Empire, which suits me because this feud's been pretty fucking awesome. And I think the only thing that hurts it is uh, the thing that uh, Finley kind of uh, makes, makes better by getting on the mic both nights uh, and just saying, hey, where are you, man? We're beating the shit out of your boys. And guess what? When you leave, you can't stop us from beating the shit out of your boys. And we're going to beat the shit out of your boys. <laughs> I'm like, fucking hell, that's, that's kind of gangster. Uh, I like it. <laughs> there was something else uh, that we didn't mention is that, like, halfway through this match, uh, Dan Baloney is like, oh, this arm doesn't work anymore. And he wrestles the rest of the match with an arm that doesn't work. And we learn after the match that he tore his pectoral and he's been, he's just going to fucking go, you know, just power it out. You know why he explains that he's going to do it that way instead of having surgery? Why? Because he ain't no bitch. And that, um, you know, Bullet Club aren't bitches, but guess who are? The Empire. Empire. They're a bunch of bitches, yeah. including Akira. He calls Akira a bitch because they kill Akira after the match, too, again. Oh, yeah. And absolutely murder him and uh you know they're a bunch of bitches but uh luke we also learned some news 
after the show uh, in the backstage comments about the cage match. Can you explain to us what's going to happen at the cage match rules-wise? All right, everyone. Have you ever seen War Games? Yes. That. Mm -hmm. But with one ring, but extra kind of extra large, so it covers the ring. And it's going to be like two dudes starting a ring. And then after a couple minutes, another dude will come out and it's war games. I'm interested to see what the New Japan cage looks like. Will oh it, my god. I mean, well, will it Yeah, go. Will it be something where, you know, like uh sometimes the cage is actually sitting on the ring apron. You know what I mean? It's a really enclosed. Will it be outside the ring? You know, uh what kind of will it have a lid? I don't know. What color will it be? Yeah. That's important. Why don't they go with black? You can see so well when it's black, but no, they want to make it silver or something that makes your eyes not work. Cerulean blue. I mean, I like the blue cage just because it reminds me of when I was a kid, but also because the holes on it are much bigger. It looks easier to climb, um, but the, the black cage is the way to go, man. That's the way to go. So, Fair enough. All but right. Mm -hmm. That show was awesome. I really oh, liked yeah. it too. But um, are you ready to move on to the next show? I am, Mr. Guy. Before we do that, uh, I do believe you have a review of a Yano's uh, joint. I do. And uh, Yano's, uh, like I said before, there's some people who like it, some people don't. We'll see what this person has to say here. I wrote a song about it. Like to hear it? Here it goes. Mm -hmm. So um, it reads... <laughs> I think the food is delicious and the prices are average, but I'm disappointed in the weak alcohol and customer service attitude of the staff. Two stars. Uh, Yano, being the shifty on-screen character that he is, I could I could believe that he's watering down those drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I can't believe he didn't get this Google review removed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I'm sure he knows how to do that. Marty, if Marty has a restaurant or something like that, oh, my God, I, that's the one I want to go to first and get the jacket. But uh, he works there, too. I can imagine him seeing a bad Google review and then him writing under it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I could imagine him in the kitchen, right? And his 20 kids are running around all over the place and he's trying to, oh, you can, no, don't touch. Ah! And he's trying to cook everyone's meal and it's just madness back there. But the food comes yeah. out on time and it's very good. You know? <laughs> he falls <laughs> down a lot, radio. too. He falls down a lot, too. So. Oh, Luke. All right. Um, Do you want to start us off with uh, Mirashima and Shomakato? Yeah, sure. Luke, this night has something interesting going on with it, too. Is it's there's oh it's free 99 and uh there is a huge snowstorm going on outside so like it's not full like I, they may have sold the building out but a lot of people didn't show up because they're like it's so far from the train station and there's snow you know so um and they heard about the toilets but uh, you know, they, <laughs> they mention it quite a bit that there's a big snowstorm going on in japan which is interesting I, I think that's interesting so chris is on the call of course and we will be he will be joined by hikaleo later um <laughs> i mean 
<laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Would you rather? Well, yeah, we'll talk about it. But anyway, so uh, he tells us that there's going to be a bunch of changes to the card, too. And I don't know what they are, I don't think. Uh, but we'll tell you what happened. So the first match is <laughs> Murashima versus Kato. And uh, Murashima does a weird, like, stunner-style escape to a wrist lock that was unintentionally cool. And it reminded me of that time that I think it was Broken Arm Young Lion. No, maybe it was Yuya and Suji. They one time one of them hit like a like it was like a, a drop kick and but he landed on him perfectly like a crossbody. They did yeah. it twice. Remember that? And it was like, I wow, do. that was completely on accident. But it was how awesome. How did you do that? And they're probably thinking like, how the fuck did I do that? <laughs> and that was the same kind of thing with the stunner escape thing. It was wild. So um, we learned one of the young lions was on a reality show. And that's how he got here or something? Like, uh, Okada was like a reality show host and they got him on the thing? But anyway, uh, Kato tries to uh, throw chops, but uh, he's in a, while he's in a knee bar, and they're really bad. And Chris is like, those were bad. <laughs> so, 10 minute uh broadway of course it is a time limit draw and they do the young lion rivalry stuff after the match where they just walk up and smack the shit out of each other but then they kind of like bro around it's like ah, i'm still mad at you but i'll get you next time that kind of thing yeah no it's 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 young lion goodness it's a little green and messy but it's fun it's good all right so next we have Chase Owens, <laughs> Kenta, and Taiji Ishimori you love versus <laughs> ALP, Hikaleo, and Jado. Bullet Club have the stolen titles. They stole the tag titles the previous night. I'm like, look, I see what you're doing. It's fine. Stop with the fucking stealing the shit gimmicks. We've done it. It's not very creative. <laughs> I've even just seen that gimmick on eight uh, to stop. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. You know, and for some reason, they're like, hey, we've already got a title. So they try to leave. But Hikaleo, no, he drags them back in. By the way, I see something that makes me absolutely fucking laugh. That's uh, Hikaleo splashing Ishimori in the corner. <laughs> it's like, Ishimori, tiny man. Yeah, you get it. It's fucking amazing. I'm, su- oh, I'm surprised it even works. Yeah, my God. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> So you get Ishimori, Ishimori continuing to fuck with El Pantasmo, giving him the titty twister and all this kind of stuff. But, uh, and that's like, it's all right. It all happens dur- during the match. It's fair cut. But uh, Kenta, he pins uh, Jado after a belt shot, which he has to. But uh, post-match, uh, GOT, they get the upper hand. And hey, they get their hands on uh, Taiji Ishimori post-match. And uh, El Pantasmo... It ends this mini feud by getting a little bit of revenge on Taiji Ishimori and kind of closing that chapter out of uh, of the guy who betrayed him and uh, stayed in Bullet Club. So it was nice. I liked it. But it was a uh, sudden death and a choke slam. Oh yeah, he finally got the choke slam. He didn't have to pretend. He, like, no. Oh my you goodness, know, he actually cool. hit one. Um, that match was off. It felt very oh, yeah. off, and it was like. It's fucking snowing outside. I want to go home. It was like that kind of thing. So. See, I, I'm thinking like, oh, it's a free show. Everyone's going to go fucking hard tonight. But I'm like, but nope. they went hard the night before. They're going to go yeah. hard tonight too. Then you watch today's show and they're like, snowstorm. Everyone's cold as shit. 
probably want to get get their shit in and get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I, I feel like the the you know we have one very 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 long match which we'll probably cover like five matches or however many it was. Um, at least that's probably the right way to do that. But it's like you know every other match is really short <laughs> except for that really long one. So. Anyway, so here's another short match. It's Shota Umino, Desperado, and Hanma and Dude, excuse me. Yes. Not only was it short, I felt like the main event started. It's like a two-hour show. I felt like the main event started in, in the second hour, like right on. Yeah, and it was uh, it, it was all just over an hour long. I think the total of the show was it was two and a half hours, but like 20 minutes of that was Milano and his buddy just talking into the camera. Oh, yeah, well, the you know crowd I mean? so... and people were like, I'm on TV, yeah! <laughs> All right, next match is Shota Umino, uh, Desperado, Hanma, and Yo, oh, and Boltonol, excuse me, versus Hot, and uh, Dick Togo bullies Abe into reading a, uh, a presidential decree because evil, <laughs> it turns out evil is the president. So um, that was pretty funny. So Shota Umino is has been sanctioned by New Japan, according to the president, because he threw a table at Evil, which is unsportsmanlike. <laughs> that you know, President like. Evil would put all the belts on himself, right? <laughs> he would. He, he'd steal them all and say he won them, you know, or he was awarded them because the other champion sucks. <laughs> so. Oh man, I thought that was a lot of fun. I like his shenanigans. Like I his wrestling's always good, of course, but like I really like the goofy shenanigans that evil specifically does. I want him to I want him to hold up a certificate in one in one episode of New Japan, right? And the certificate says that he's actually now a member of the IWGP <laughs> and he can have fucking votes as to who gets title matches yes! or it's like it's no while longer... he's champion though. Like he's <laughs> oh yeah, like, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's IWGPE now, yeah. right? And it's an <laughs> International Wrestling Grand Prix Evil. That's right. Oh fuck, <laughs> we got that. That'd be tremendous. Oh, anyway, fantasy dream pool. Yeah, definitely. So uh, uh, Shota runs in uh, to save some mark that Evil drags into the <laughs> ring to spray paint. I'm sure it's a you know is someone that works for new japan obviously but he's wearing the shota umino hoodie that i love how shota umino demonstrates the hood when he comes out he's like check it out it's got a hood that's why it's 70 dollars so, <laughs> so so evil drags some guy in that's got the hoodie on and he beats the shit out of him but shota uh saves him house of torture beat him up and the other team members are out like for the save and hanma runs out it's fun and hanma and kayamara are like wasn't this a match? Like, everybody's fighting on the outside, and they're like, but this is a match, right? So they just start wrestling and start the match. It's funny. Oh, man. And Han was on fire. He's going to hit the Kokeshi. Oh, no. He misses it. Damn it. But uh, Bolton Elgleg is able to tag in. He does his power moves on Kanemaru and the whoopity wop woo And uh, Yo tries to do the gut wrench thing. Like, he's like, oh, I can do that, right? So he picks up Kanemaru to try to do it and just drops it. And he holds us back. <laughs> I man, Yo is on fire when he doesn't give a fuck. You know, I love it. Yo, <laughs> see that moment made me laugh too. And that's two nights in a row. I have to go. Yo was entertaining. Fuck you, wrestling. 
Chris Charlton starts telling us about stuff that we can't see on the camera, which ruins something because you know what it is. He's like, oh, you guys didn't see it, but guess what happened? Someone, you know, uh, Dick Togo took the corner pad off, but you didn't see it. And then, of course, the corner pad is. Uh, yeah, when evil just watch. takes it off mysteriously like that. I'm like, Why? Chris. I, I think I'm just going to start watching. watching the monitor. And I, just watch the monitor and tell us what's on there. That's what, what's, I, I mean, that's what we're seeing. So don't spoil. Yeah, it it gets under my skin. I think I'm gonna just start watching in Japanese again because it's it's like I don't want to shit on this guy. I you know I don't hate Chris Charlton. I got nothing against him. It's just I'm telling you about how I feel about this stuff. So don't get mad at me. Anyway, so uh, that was really fun. Uh, I miss Walker. Yeah, I well he'll be back for the. The next one you see so he'll be there and then gino is going to be there for every single night of the new japan Cup. i got i'm going to find out we'll find out about that so anyway um we got some good junior stuff uh between desperado and show evil and shota in they do the heavyweight shit and shota does not fall for the ref hold the leg thing doesn't fall for it just just like that's great i like that he's he's beyond that at this point right he's dealt with house of torture for like six months now so he's beyond just the hold the leg thing so i like that yujiro is also in this match he wants shota to hit him with the push-up bra right and it's like you know it's like wrestlemania 8 you know it's just like that we got the <laughs> roddy pipers picking up the bell he's gonna hit bret hart but he decides not to and he loses you know it's that thing but uh he wants shota to hit him with push-up bra but he's he doesn't need that. He's a babyface, and it's just Yujiro. So Yujiro gets hit with a Death Rider, and he gets pinned. Shota grabs the mic, and he shows us how to actually use the push-up brawl, which is interesting. And then he, he trash talks evil. So Yujiro is the dude I want to see copping the pins. It's usually Dick Togo. It was Yujiro today, and I marked the fuck out. He marked out for Yujiro getting pinned. <laughs> yeah. Like, it might surprise you, but it feels like forever since, like, we've seen that. And that's just never, a reminder of how good it looks. It's never memorable. So that could be no. true. It could it, it could have happened the other day. <laughs> we would remember. <laughs> All right. So next we've got Toriyano, Togi Makabe, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Ishii. Uh, I guess we're not going to get the uh, Ishii versus Tanahashi feud. Instead, we're going to get Ishii ver and Tanahashi BFFs forever. And uh, I'm just going to have to get used to that, I guess. Uh, well, Ishii's a dog, and uh, Okada's the, his owner, and he's leaving. So, you know, obviously Tanahashi was, like, handed the Stone Pitbull lead to Tanahashi now. <laughs> and he has control of the... Yeah. We'll go outside? Anyway. We'll go outside? <laughs> We'll go for a ride. Oh my god! I just stand near where the fucking dog harness and you know lead is, and Will was just like, <gasps> <"Yes!"> <laughs> "Hey man, yeah. dogs are the best. They're very yeah. emotional, you know. <laughs> about just those three things, like we talked about last. Oh week. yeah. <clears throat> and they're against CMDK, which is Zach Saber Junior. Uh, to, uh, no, Makabe's in the other team. Yeah. Mikey Nichols, Shane Haste, and Kosai Vegeta. Uh, Yano slaps Mikey in the back of the head and does his like, ha, 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 look what I did. So Mikey slaps him back. 
<laughs> I haven't seen that too often, so I'm like, I like that. <laughs> I like that there's this one spot here there, Fujita, he's wrestling someone, and then out of nowhere, he just smacks Ishii off the... He doesn't go off the apron, though. He just Ishii just stands there, and he just looks really fucking pissed off. <laughs> I think it's against Makabe, and... and, and, uh, and uh, Makabe looks at Ishii and Ishii's like, tag me in <laughs> now. That's so cool. Ishii's tagged in. Straight to the corner with Vegeta. You're going to get chopped in the fucking throat, son. Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, Vegeta fires up and hits him with a slap. And so Ishii, just standing there, just does a pounce and he just fucking <laughs> smashes him right into the corner. Oh, my God. That's fucking... Amazing. All right, you want to step up? Step up. I'm just going to beat the shit out of you. And how dare you just hit me while I'm just standing there waiting for my chance to hit you? How dare you? That's not how this works. <laughs> and then uh, Zack Sabre Jr. does something that makes me very happy because uh, he taps out Makabe with an yeah. armbar. Yes. Makabe tags out. Like a little bitch who doesn't even like burgers or mayonnaise. I know, yeah, right? Which I was shocked by, but yeah. uh, you know. But yeah, I pineapple on his pizza. I, I thought this match was fun. They there was some magic in there when we had Ishii and Zack Saber Jr. in there, which is always great. But uh, you know, I don't know if you noticed this, but after the match, TMDK they just laid in the ring like comically uh, for just for a second. Just we're all just gonna lay here in a row. Like it would have been funny if Marty just like you know did like hop hopped over him you know or something I don't know. I don't know. Well, see next time they do a Rev Pro show, they're gonna all cross Abbey Road, right? <laughs> In, and they all gotta be wearing their fucking orange outfits or something. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! All right, Luke. Well, after that fun match, we had uh, Hikaleo joining Chris on commentary. <laughs> what what did you think of Hikaleo on commentary? And listen. Not trying to be mean or anything, right? I understand he's just a young guy that's on commentary and is probably not, you know, like real comfortable saying he doesn't know what's going to get him in trouble and what isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. But man, look, ask it feels like Chris, Chris is like, isn't, isn't that right, Hikaleo? You know, just feeding him something that's not too trying. difficult to answer. And his response, uh huh, yep. That's right. Oh, so, yes, poor guy's probably never done it before, so I'm not going to come down too harsh at him and say he's, like, the biggest piece of shit on college, but he's kind of boring. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. bad. Would you rather have him or Lance Archer? Hikaleo. Hey, I'm going to go with uh, Hikaleo on that one, too. Because so Hikaleo is not telling me backstage shit, like, all the time. Like, oh, I went out with the boys, and yeah. these are the boys I went out with. And I'm just like, they're in a different faction, man. You shouldn't be saying shit like that. Like, sure, you're on friends backstage. We get it. <laughs> but you're on camera now. Do the, the story thing. Stay like, in character. Everybody yeah. else does. Why don't you? Yeah. But anyway, and so. Uh... I also thought Hikaleo came across as a nice guy, so. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, he does. I'm sure. But. Is that what you want too, though? Do you want to be a nice guy? You're giant. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So, like, okay, as a young guy, a lot of wrestlers we've seen in New Japan have to unlock that, like, next 
thing, that next level where that, you know, for Shota Umina, he's an easy example. He kind of has that Ibushi thing that he goes to some other place and starts, you know, acting crazy and no selling. I want to see that out of Hikaleu. I want that for him. You know, it's just not happening. So anyway, but his leg hurts. So uh, Hikaleo is on commentary, like we said, and he's not great. But it reminds me of the first time Hinari was on there, and he didn't really know what was going to get him in trouble and what wasn't. And he was like, um, yes, I am a wrestler. That is correct. (laughs) You know what would be funny? Imagine seeing fucking Hikaleo doing a splash on Chris Charlton. (laughs) He's even funnier than Ishimori. Come on, man. Chokeslam. Yeah, if he did that on the table... I mean, it would take like 20 choke slams, and I don't know if he'd ever go through it. So, anyway, all right. So, Akira, TJP, Great O'Con, and Newman versus Alex C., Clark Connors, Finlay, and Dan Baloney. And now that we know about Dan Baloney's arm, he's got it all wrapped up. He's got burger wrap all over it, and it means more, you know. So, this is a war immediately, and they don't even get the announcements like it's like we don't get any of that it's just like they're just fighting each other so ref chumpy rings the bell anyway he's like ah fuck it who cares so akira is going nuts on clark connors and it's like okay akira what's going on here he's getting violent right <laughs> but finley throws a chair at him <laughs> right in front of marty i mean and it is nasty looking so guess what marty does he does the only thing that he can do and he throws the match out it's a dq finish but a lot more happens here. Okay, so we have uh, a beatdown commencing, right? So, and Hikaleo adds nothing. He doesn't talk about his history with Bullet Club, how much he hates them, how he's, like, currently always feuding with them. Nothing. <laughs> I was like, come on! So, These guys are assholes. I mean, what? That's, like, the, like such an obvious thing. But anyway, uh, so TJP defends himself with the mist. But it doesn't work for long. Bullet Club, like, have him all tied up, right? He sprays mist to back him off, but it doesn't work for long. Bullet Club kill everybody. And guess what? They get the dog collar leash thing out again, and they hang Akira. Listen, seen a lot of hanging spots in wrestling, unfortunately. It's uh, not something that you want to see because it's bad. But at the same time, man, Akira is fantastic at selling that he's being hung. Like, his face was turning purple, and he had, like, the veins sticking out. Oh, man. That was whatever they do, Whatever they do with Akira after this whole Empire story, strap a rocket to this man. Yeah. He's, Give him something cool to do. That was some good shit, man. So hey, said, Akira Despy for the junior title. There's beef there. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, if if Akira ends up getting really violent in, one, in like, the cage match or something like that and kind of, like, unlocks that part of him desperado will, will love that and be like you know what you deserve a title match because oh, he's yeah. not a bitch either so um <laughs> <laughs> anyway so he sells being killed really well and finley says that united empire's friends can't save them and that they are in fact bitches so um what'd you think of all that i thought it was pretty cool hey hey osprey where are you we're, we're fucking up your boys and guess what when you're going we're gonna fuck your boys us more yeah Man, that's some prison shit right there. That's like, hey, what the fuck? Man, that's pretty cool. I like it. I like this Bullet Club. I like it. Like, I don't know. He's doing Jay White. No, he isn't. No, he is not. No, this is not. Jay White was never a bully. 
You know what I mean? Like he was he was more the calculating guy that's gonna like, yeah, he did he beat people down, but not like Finley. Finley's like a bully. That's kind of to me, you know, and, and oh yeah, that's a little different. But um anyway. All right, man. So we're breaking this up, everyone, because it's like a five in one here. It is the LIJ versus just five guys gauntlet match. So what it is, everyone, is uh, they're all 10-minute max matches. Uh, if one person beats another person in that 10 minutes, that person keeps going. If uh, if it's a draw, though, both men are eliminated. So obviously there's cer a certain two guys that uh, aren't going to be uh, pinned at all in this match and thus take away a bit of the suspense. So uh, let's get them out of the way first. <laughs> say that. <laughs> but uh, I like it because now that they've done their 10-minute preview, now you get all the other guys from LIJ and Just Five Guys a chance to shine. So we start off with Sonata and Tetsuya Naito. And I'm thinking the crowd, you and me, everyone at the Taylor Swift show at the Tokyo Dome next door, everyone knows this going to be a 10-minute draw right here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, it, they did a good it, job of teasing it, though. Oh, maybe yeah, they really be did. <laughs> because, uh, sure, because th uh, this is a moment for both Sonata and uh, Naito to be kind of dicks to each other and kind of troll each other and just uh, really try and get that snappy quick win and be like, oh, hey, mm -hmm. but alas, neither man is going to get the one up on the other. Not in 10 minutes, not in the heavyweight title scene picture. That's never going to happen. A man, a man, imagine if we got a, a, a Hiromu versus Kishida like match for the main title. Has that ever happened? Many times. Yeah, it probably has. Yeah. That's like a legendary feud in New Japan, you know? Yeah, but, no, no. I, I don't think I've seen it for a while where the heavyweight oh. champion just stomped. I mean, unless it's oh, a card okay. versus someone you know he's going to beat. But, you know, it, you know, we haven't. Remember that Kushida uh, Hiromi yes. match? I'm sorry, yeah. I wasn't following you. Yes, it was a squash, a squash, a squash, awesome. squash title match. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes. Uh, Sonata, Sonata, and uh, Naito have a draw. So hey, both men are eliminated, but they do yeah. stick around. First ten minutes of faction warfare are gone, and so next, the next thing we hear, it's great. Like the and and also, I know I just started three sentences, but I'm going to finish one of them. And the point is, is that the guys stay out after they're eliminated too, which adds to the like excitement because they're always ringside cheering their guy on but uh, the next thing that we hear after the uh first part of this match is over is we hear taka is coming motherfucker Fucker. and i was marking out i love that so it's <laughs> taka michinoku who's he gonna face shingo oh <laughs> right so so much like the first match was all about teasing pins like teasing pins and teasing countouts like they did the neck breaker attempt on the stage but no paradise lock attempt on the stage but no that's kind of what they did the story of the second match is taco trying to beat chingo maybe he can do it but probably not and so we're going to try to make you believe so and think, taka, and think it's also him trying to hold on for that 10 minutes too. right that's true because he knows he that's that might be his only chance. So, but man, he's like hitting all kinds of roll ups during this. It's great. So Taka attacks. He tries to get the big shine, but Shingo's like, nope, 
and just pulls him off the apron and just starts fucking him up on the outside. So Taka gets a Canadian dragon screw and starts to fuck your leg. And that's like his only chance, you know? So he uses the ring post and does the Bret Hart figure four around the post. And it's not very good, but it's still a cool move. So, you know, it's, it's it takes him a while to get it on. They're not the proper size really to do it. it you know, I don't know. It looks weird. So <laughs> that move is fantastic. But uh, anyway, so um, what do we got here? So uh, Shingo, he, uh, he whines the red shoes about that too. I was shocked. Like, heel Shingo is always whining to the ref and saying stuff isn't fair. It's really funny. Because <laughs> so. he's like, you know, the guy that fucking went like 100 and 0 when he came into New Japan. He, It's not fair. You know, so. so Taka drags Shingo to the back and tries a count out win. That's kind of lame because nothing. He didn't come out covered in tape. He didn't come out with yeah. a bunch of chairs. I would have added something from that. Yeah, he, that's the only spot I thought it was a bit. It needed something. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, you know, but, uh, you know, basically he comes back in. I don't know what the point of that was because Shingo easily beats the count. So more fuck your leg, though, attempts by Taka. He gets some holds on, but Shingo easily powers out or gets a rope break each time. Uh, he does love Ska, uh, uh, Shingo lets us know. And uh, there's lariats, and Shingo goes for power bomb, But surprise, roll up, jackknife. <laughs> Taka gets a shining wizard, and he hits more strikes. Shingo cannot have a match without making his opponent look awesome, though. So no matter who they are. So this is, you know, he's getting Second nature up. to the man, isn't it? It's great. Uh, Chris Charlton marks out for the sweet shin music and another shining wizard from Taka. Uh, but Lariat for two from Shingo. He kicks out of the fucking pumping bomber. Oh, my God. That alone is a victory for Taka. Uh, because now... Uh, Shingo's been using this a lot now as a finisher, the folding power bomb, and uh, Taka kicks out of that. Oh my god, it's not over yet. Oh, inverted STF, and Taka taps out like a bitch. Yes, he does. So, oh, oh no, that means LIJ won. Uh, just why, guys, zero. They've got an extra man now, and oh, what's who's going to come out to face Shingo? Jeez, I wonder who it could possibly be. <laughs> It's the Holy Emperor. It's motherfucking Tai Chi. Man, are these two guys just like supposed to be together, like in the ring? Yes. I like how this is a very Tai Chi thing because he brings it out of people just the playfulness. Like, even though, even if it's a I hate you kind of feud and I want to beat you up, there's always this kind of playfulness about it. Like, he had with Sonata. It's like, all right, I'm the fucking peck popping in motherfucking. No, I am. You know, and now with, uh, oh my God, now with uh, Shingo, it's like, oh, no, I, I like Scar more than you do. Nothing. <laughs> All right, Shingo might feel that the referees are being unfair to him, but nothing pisses him off more than seeing Taichi walk around with his fingers about to go, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> makes him want to fucking just go. So, Taichi always injects something like that into his feuds that gives it a nice little little flavor. Makes... Extra stank, Luke! Yes, the extra stank. There you go. Why didn't I say that? Yeah, exactly. So, look, I don't want either of these two men to lose against each other in, in, in 10 minutes because I want them to have, like, 30 to decide who's going to do that. So, of course, uh, New Japan does me a solid and has the timer run out 
and it's a draw. Shingo <laughs> and Parker, uh, Shingo and Taichi, they get counted out because they're they're too busy beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, it's a you know time limit, so they both lose. They both get eliminated. I thought the karate chop battle in the middle of this match was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and I mean, it's not like this is like you know a high work rate or anything like that. I mean, it, it's very good, but it's not like they're trying to kill each other out there. It's uh, you know, it's like you said, it's a little more playful, um, which is yeah. fun. And that's this feud is you know, it's it's. It's great. So next, Luke, we have a squash. Doki versus Bushi. They do Sweet Junior's wrestling. It's very good. But Doki pulls that, like, over-the-shoulder roll, like, trapping pin thing, and Bushi gets eliminated. <laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah. Oh, well, there you go. That's nice. That was nice as, nice and sweet. Ah, oh, so Doki, he pins Bushi, so he kind of levels the playing field here. You know, same amount of just five guys and uh, same amount of LIJ left. But who comes out next? Oh, yes. It is Hiromu Takahashi. And... <laughs> Man, I just... I just like seeing Doki and Hiromu in the ring for any span of time. And it's just a joy to behold. Like, ever since... Ever since that turn-up match, I saw them just... It's a COVID show, too, and they just tear it up for 25 minutes. Here, they've got a maximum of 10 minutes. And, well, as much as I would like the uh, the feud to be uh, Doki just getting a sneaky win on uh, Hiromu again, uh, it is not to be. I'm pretty sure Hiromu, he wins, right? He yeah, he does. He does win. He wins with the time bomb. Sorry, everyone. He gets it done pretty quick and gets a, a bit of revenge on Doki. But hey, I got to, I just got to see Doki get a pin, so I don't mind seeing him pin now. It's fine. I'm I'm over it already, because that means now Yuya Uemura will have to fight Hiromu, and if he wins, he'll have to fight a Yoda, a Suji. So yeah, hang on a second. That's not what happens. So I'm sorry. I'm no? reading this now. There was one minute left, and Hiromu was in the Doki Choki, right? And Doki's gonna win. So Hiromu powers up and hits Victory Royal, but time expires. So they both will oh, get eliminated. That's right. So that's right. Sorry about that. That's um, right. Hiromu hasn't got his win, win back yet. Yeah. Right, right. And, the and Victory that was, Royal was gnarly. Yeah, it I really like that part of the match. The finish was awesome. And it's not, it doesn't, it's not like, oh, another count out. No, that's like that's a fun thing they can do. And now, like you said, Doki's still on the same level as Hiromu. And this is I don't know. He even got that like pin on at the end, but it was after the bell. Almost yeah, like and he left it on. And he left it on mm -hmm. right in front of the LIJ guys. And Hiromu is still on this pin for obviously more than a three count after the match. I mean, Red Shoes is just like not doing it, but Doki's putting proving a point here. And hey, uh, maybe we can see Doki pulling out that uh, trapping pin in the best of the Super Junior. I mean, at well. the Arsenal, man. It's uh, it's definitely gotten under the skin of Hiromu too. Hiromu does not react well to the ending, of course, and you know he's upset. But I thought there was some fantastic wrestling in that match. Like they they're fighting, and Doki like ends up going on the apron, or, or uh, he get, tries to do a dive or something like that, and then um, Hiromu does tries to get him in the apron bomb, but Doki fucking counters it with an acai moonsault that's what we're doing oh in this match you know like shit like that 
there's and, also uh, uh doki also does the um corner gory special yes. kind of reversal and he gets a little bit closer to hitting it so they gotta have a fucking singles match mm -hmm. where mm, he was like going to innovative lengths to try to hit that gory stunner thing and like he you know like you say he didn't get it yet and like it was nice because he goes to crazy lengths to get that but Hiromu has even more counters and i don't know i thought that was really fun but it's down to the final two right the two youths oh, yeah. part two and it's uh suji versus yuya no time limit here right That's and right. i was watching this after the fact and i had seen that this entire section of wrestling was an hour and a half long and i was like i don't even know well, no you gotta you factor know. in the interviews at the end and the right well i don't know yeah. you never know how long that stuff's gonna That's be true. right so i was thinking oh my god this match is gonna be at least an hour right and we're probably at like 45 minutes now towards you know where these two come in i don't know for sure but that's what it felt like so now um all the eliminated wrestlers are ringside that adds to the mystique of this you know as a main event because basically now it's a singles match main event for yep. this the you know the winner of uh faction warfare so suji has burger wrap on his arm right and he's you know because he just got his arm broken by <laughs> yuya the night before or whatever and uh the two use part two run the ropes to a stalemate then it's big chops oh Hikaleo, man, I forgot something. I'm so sorry. I forgot something about the last match I had to mention that Hikaleo put Doki over huge. And I was like, okay. He said the words, Doki is so good. And I'm like, fuck yeah, he is. And I uh, also, the previous night, ELP said, because they were talking about how Doki won best body, bodybuilding body. Yeah. And ELP uh, is just like, man, you got to show the tits. Get the tits out. You'll learn. <laughs> That's true. He does. He's, <laughs> he likes tits. You know. I mean, I guess we all do. So yeah. you know. But uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, they rule. But uh, anyway, these two they fight. This. They fight on the outside. And um, let's see. What are we doing here? I'm sorry. We're a little off today. But Hikaleo. Okay. He's that's what reminded me of him talking about Doki. So he says that Suji has this like top guy aura around about him. And you know, it, it really pissed off Yuya in training because they train together. Hey fantastic commentary that was awesome yeah. i'm so happy so suji tries a fucking suey but he gets caught by a yuya forearm and this is when they fight on the outside these two proceed to have a full-on heavyweight style main event singles match right which is interesting because we just got that from the other two youths and you see what they're doing it's pretty good so I really like that. But uh, Yuya displays his technical wrestling prowess, and Suji displays his power and cold, cruel skill. So Yuya uses fuck your arm offense, of course, to, like, start his comebacks. And Suji uses his power and his, like, callousness to, like, stay in control for longer periods of time than Yuya. Uh, but uh, Yuya has a hoverboard lock on, and Suji's fucked. So he barely gets to the rope break for, you know, to break the hold. And, man, it's... It's very, um, I don't know, it, it's good tension, you know, right there. Really good tension. So Yuya busts out the Pele kick? <laughs> I don't think I've seen him do that. That was, nope. I was like, wow. And it was a good one, too. That move can look real bad, and it looked awesome. So Suji fires up. He wants to hit the spear, all right? But he says not yet. Instead, he puts a fucking brab on Yuya. And it oh. is 
This is for a long time. And Chris asks, uh, you know, Hikaleo, so what does this mean to you? Is this meaningful? He's a little, like you say, he's leading him. So he's like, is there any meaning in this move? You you know, right in the middle of the ring. And, and Hikaleo explains that it is disrespectful. And, uh, you know, so trying to, trying to get, you know, trying to help out, you know, where I can here. So, so that was pretty cool. Now there's this awesome, really like Yuya gets to the ropes or excuse me, uh, Suji, Yuya finally gets to the ropes, breaks the hole. And we get this really great camera work where he's down on the ground and Suji's standing over him and the camera's looking up and it's like, Oh, it's like, it's just pro wrestling, you know, and it's essence <laughs> in this photo, in this one shot. And it's tremendous. So I love that. Anyway, they both ask for chops at 15 minutes in, and they fight to the top rope. Yuya hits a self-power bomb, and it looks bad. Um, but uh, Suji turns it that into another brab, so uh, there is so much brabage. That's what my note says, so much brabage. Major brabage. <laughs> and uh, just five guys, they cheer for their guy, LIJ, kind of, you know, they, they're cheering as well, but they don't care as much because they're too cool. But uh, high angle Brad finally, but Yuya will not give up. And Suji just gives up. He gives up instead. So he's like, well, fucking Brad won't work. Bored putting the submission hold on. <laughs> he's like, well, it doesn't work. It, I mean, he had it in it forever. It's not going to work. So now it's time for the spear, right? But no, it's a Rana into the arm bar. So spear, no, picks him up, jumps up, hits the Rana right into an arm bar. And then they do a million fast reversals. But Suji hits the Gene Blast Spear and pins Yuya one, two, three. LIJ win the match. And and Suji has something to say after the match. But what did you think of that one? I thought it was fucking awesome. Uh, I've just looked ahead, Miss Andy. We are getting singles matches. All these guys, I'm not making it up. It's at the okay, end of February. Good. At the end of New Beginning, which is after Fantastic Mania. So after the New Beginning. The end of the beginning? End of the beginning, yeah. But after Fantastic Mania. So, yes. I, I like this a lot. We got nice little previews of all the singles matches and coming up, and then we got to see <clears throat> and see the, just having the rules be the, oh the last two guys yeah no time limit all right and then Yuya and Yoda just did a normal match that was fucking awesome yeah and then uh, yeah Yuya after the match is like hey let's uh, let's make this hair versus hair I'm like okay hey. Chris Charlton was right. Remember, he was writing that story last week or something. He's like, oh, they got hair heat. Well, I guess they do have hair heat, and we're going to get a hair heat blow off. That's it. Blow out. I just, I just want them to do this. You know, their hair's like that. They're out, and they just, like, whip their hair back and forth at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that Nintendo game? There was a Nintendo game where it was, like, it was, like, Kabuki Fighter, and it was just, like, that was a special move. It fucking, like, hit you with the hair. <laughs> Yes. Uh, wasn't there like these characters that hit you with the hair in Double Dragon or something? Am I imagining that? I don't know. I'm going to look that up because that is fascinating to me. Um, for real. Yeah. All right. So, yes, we have finished uh, talking about the, the two nights. But uh, at the end of the month, we got two shows called The New Beginning in Sapporo. So, uh, The New Beginning. In, in the in, in that area. There's one before that though. Um so there's one on the eleventh, because that's when the cage match yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So eleventh is the cage match, but for all the other stuff that they're building towards, like some of these title shot feuds and things like that, they're all coming to a head, I think, later on in the month. 
So let me just double check here. Awesome audio. Do, 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 do. Well, the next show is New Beginning in Osaka. <clears throat> and yep. that's where, you know, we're going to get the cage match plus the, oh, can't wait for the, the IWGP Tag Team uh, Championship match. Yeah, um, I know, right? That's also got Zack Sabre Jr. versus, you know, Daniel Bryan and fucking many other matches, including yeah, LIJ versus uh, Just Five Guys again. <laughs> I love it. I can't get enough. It's, no, me neither. So uh, I'm not complaining too much there either. So, yeah, there's some really cool stuff on that show. And then we have Fantastic Mania, which Andy and I will not be covering in any detail. <laughs> if we do watch it, it's background shit while we're doing our other stuff. And yeah, I don't know, we'll just Sorry, have a realm where we might just, yeah, whatever. Oh, so, they uh, are going, okay, listen, one of the venues they're going to in Osaka, apparently, for Fantastic Mania. Man, this might be the best name ever. It is the Toa Pharmaceutical Rectab Dome Sub Arena. In parentheses, Osaka Prefector Kodama Sports Center. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. That is fantastic. Yeah. Like if people with no imagination, the uh, the naming rights to these fucking buildings. Oh, I swear to Christ, they're going to General <clears throat> Gymnasium too. We <laughs> got some fucking fantastic venues on this. International so, uh, Conference Hall One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! So uh, on the twenty third, because I'm definitely not running through Fantastic Mania cards, we'll have uh, Despy versus Show, uh, Shooter versus Evil. We'll have another one of those weird Frontier Zone matches, but Taguchi's not in this one, mm. so that's weird. We have more Just Five Guys than Lij, <laughs> but then we got uh, Tanahashi versus uh, Matt Riddle Ooh. and uh, Nick and Nemeth versus david finley so they're happening in america those two matches all right cool uh yeah i don't really care about riddle but uh main event looks like it's going to be nick nemeth versus uh david finley that's gonna be interesting that's cool well then the the very yeah the next night we have the hair versus hair match right oh my god dude the next night it's lij versus just five guys mostly singles that's it Yoda Suji versus Yu Uemura. Correct. Hair versus hair. Then we've got, uh, yep, Bushi versus Taka. Hiromu versus Doki. Uh, Shingo versus Taichi. Oh, fuck me. And then to cap all that off, we've got Naito versus Sonata. So that's two fucking awesome nights. If, and if we add the 11th to the mix, like Kurt Angle and shit. Yeah. Man, I mean, that's, that's three awesome. nights. That's three. Fucking stack cards of awesome, yeah, Kojima man. That's three stacked cards, and I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, that's interesting. There, I mean, there's so much stuff uh, to look forward to just this week, and you know, coming up uh, towards the end of the month, I'm fired up for some of that stuff. I'm interested, uh, you know, to see what Dolph Ziggler, former Dolph Ziggler, looks like in the ring versus like I think him and Finley is a pretty. That's a good matchup right there. Both yeah. those guys bump so hard. I mean, I think that's going to be fantastic. And I think he's going to fit like a glove. And I, <coughs> hope he, I hope he sticks around a little bit, you know? Same. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's going to be – oh, man. You want to see these guys in like a multi-man tag too, right? You want to see these guys in preview tags because that's 
that's where you get to know the characters and get to see what they're actually like. So, you know. Absolutely. Now, I know we've spoken for a while and had a couple of uh, stalls because uh, my internet sucks to listen to this. But uh, we got a whole bunch of diaries. Do you want me to read one out? Please. This is a, a feature on our show. You don't have to yeah. ask me. We're doing wrestler diaries every episode, motherfuckers. That's right, bitch. So, I thought we'd we'd uh, cap this off, this episode off, with episode one twenty nine of the diary of Yo. Okay, these are usually winners, so I don't want to build it up too much. But Yo's are usually pretty fun. It's called Birds and Feather, and he's got the same art picture. He's always got coffee cup, pen and paper. It's dated December twenty eighth. 2023. <clears throat> hey, it's Star. Well, today we had the annual dojo cleaning, which is held at the end of the year. And of course, I participated in it because I'm a regular member of the dojo. It took a few hours. It's got young boys there. Oh, all right. <laughs> he still is a young boy. That's what he thinks. See, I want to see you getting brabbed in the fucking ring by Shona. <laughs> I want anyway. Mato to do it. <laughs> with his injured leg and his <laughs> yeah. it took a few hours for all the participants to start cleaning the jojo so what were you doing before you started cleaning fucking around yeah they, right. they were brothering around you get a bunch of wrestlers together oh my god all the brothering that happens it's a lot yeah, of brother brother, brother brother all right it became completely clean a clean dojo is beautiful isn't it a photo of clean dojo but yeah. they didn't take the cleaning products out of the photo, so I mean, it looks are, a little cluttered. Product placement. He's getting a kickback. Garbage Mountain is outside. Here's Kato and his broom. He's so handsome, isn't he? Yeah, and there's Kato. There he is, the young boy sweeping out the garbage. <laughs> cleaning finished, and it was a nice day. So, all right, motherfucker, are you seriously writing a diary about cleaning duties? <laughs> I mean. Maybe he'll make it interesting, you know. Cleaning finished, and it was a nice day. So Kamatsu decided to go for to Tamagawa for a while and do some draining. So I went to the river, strolling along the river, and there's a photo of him strolling up some stairs, <laughs> inch by inch. And now he's walking down some stairs. And look, there's Garbage Mountain. Uh, a stack of gigantic garbage bags cordoned off uh, by yellow petitions, uh, orange petitions, sorry. Phew, now that I've arrived, it's time to choose a suitable stone and start skimming. Okay, let's set up. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Just as I was about to throw it, I saw something flying out of the sky. What the hell was that? A swan? No. But migratory <laughs> birds don't come to Tamagawa. Huh? Huh? That's what the... And it is a flying Wato in a New Japan tracksuit. <laughs> so, Mister Mister Yo is doing his own potential pretentious version of is that a bird? Is it a plane? Huh? Oh. No, it's it's another successful year for him. And Wato's flying right over. And. Then one of the photos shows the two sticks that Lato's holding. One of them is now between his legs, and he's flying off like a witch. Oh, wow. He's a big Harry Potter mark, I bet. <laughs> it was a flying visit. Greetings. 
sadness. And that's the diary. I'm sorry, like, <laughs> you know what I love? I love how there's like multiple people going, oh, fuck me. I gotta do a diary again. What am I gonna do a diary about? Here's me doing a diary. I'm doing a diary. Like I said I would. I'm doing it right. I'm doing it. And here's yeah. yo. I did cleaning today. And here's some fucking stupid photos. Of, uh, I photoshopped of Watu flying over a river. I mean, done. Bish bash bosh. Done. He likes it, life, I guess. You know? And oh. it was such a weird diary entry that i'm putting it up there with the rest of yo's because it made me laugh and kind of sparked some laughter between us he's weird he's always funny and i mean i don't really appreciate him making fun of Watto, but i am looking at these pictures right now and it's pretty fucking funny yeah it's pretty silly so i'm starting to become annoyed mr guy because uh i've spent so long ragging on this man and I still do, granted. But now I'm giving him props more and more lately, and uh, I don't know what's coming on. What's going to be? What's going to happen next? He's going to have a uh, feud where he finally wins the junior title, and then just like Sonata winning the world one, I'm like, yeah, all right. Is that what's happening here? This is. I mean, you know, he's never won best of super juniors, has he? So just no. saying, he yeah, gets yeah. It, him versus uh, Water the Witch. In the final, Water is back in time for bestest. He's not, is he? No, probably not. But uh, that's a shame. Yeah. No, we're never going to have him in four in a row anyway. <laughs> that was a good one, Luke. Thank you. You're welcome. So yes, uh, it was very photo heavy though, and at least you got to see some of the back stuff of the dojo like hey here's where we keep the garbage boys and girls and uh all that kind of stuff i don't know he decided to have a funny diary entry for him with lots of photos and shit and uh maybe that's the difference between when someone in his 20s or someone in that generation is doing a diary entry and then someone who's fucking in their 40s is going to be like i have to write something no you don't Yo, it's just like, I get this done in five fucking minutes. We went cleaning today. Oh. Here's some photos of what? So doing awesome flying shit done. I think most of them are pretty entertaining. So, I mean, yeah. every once in a while we get a stinker. But, you know, I don't know why it's got to be some generational thing. You're like attacking the boomer, the dads, <laughs> for some reason. Because a, a dad diary will be like, I've got a busy schedule. Like fucking hell. Like, all right, all right. I guess I'm doing a diary. Whatever. Godos are the shit. Yeah, and he's he's like basically one of those guys. I mean, Hanmas are. I really like Hanmas. You know. Do you reckon I, now that Tanahashi's president, the first thing he did was take himself off the diary list because he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm fucking done with that diary. He's like that guy that translates them makes me sound like an idiot. The dude who does the like New Japan World has this long-running interview series with Tanahashi anyway. You yeah, can just log in for free and just read the whole thing. It's right. called Ace That's it. Oh, man. He doesn't even need to write a book. It's like, here's the Aces High, Volume 1. Actually, why don't you release that? Aces High, Volume 1. I might actually... <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't sit there and scroll through it all for free, but... Uh, Put a book in my hands. Get me away from this screen, and uh, maybe I'll crack it open and give it a look. See. Okay. 
I can't do reading on the screen, man. It's just, yeah. Don't yeah, it's hard. It. I don't like to read a book on my I like phone a book in my hands. Right? No, man. So. No. It doesn't feel the same without the pages in there. I have a tablet. I could try it on a tablet. I've never tried it, you know, um, just because it doesn't work on a phone very well for me. Plus, I can't fucking see anymore anyway. So, you know, that's right. Sucks. Pay more to make the font go bigger. Uh, That's what one of this app on my phone tried to do. And I was just like, fuck you. I'll just read it how it is. I can just make the font bigger if I want, but it doesn't help. <laughs> because I, I want it so that's like every every word, every page is one word, and I can just say I read a thousand pages today. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Now you see how my mind works. If I if I feel like I'm reading more pages, my ADHD it's like wow, I'm getting something done. Wow, this is okay. awesome. I'll keep going. Trick yourself, I got you. <laughs> yeah, um, everyone needs. Um, see, this is me at the end of. Look at Andy's face if you can see it. He's just like wrap it up, Luke. All right, all right. <laughs> I got a person at it. So uh, if uh, unless there's anything that's uh, that's, that's what I sound like, by the way, just yeah. to let everybody know. <laughs> so <laughs> unless hey Star Trek now, all right, unless Mister Andy has anything he'd like to add. I didn't give you the space in between. It doesn't matter. Uh, in Gato, we trust. Space in between what? Well, in between me going, hey, you got something to say? And then me going, 